All right, when is the right to unionize not really the right to unionize? Well, maybe when you're a lawyer for the provincial government, because they have been fighting for the right to not only form a union, but the union of their own choosing for some time now. And they have been in negotiations with the government on this. And once again, those talks have broken down. So let's find out what happens now. Gareth Morley joins us now, president of the BC Government Lawyers Association. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sue. So what happened here, Gareth? What went wrong? Well, the we when we started the, uh, and it's always good to try to talk, uh, we agreed we wouldn't say what each of us said. So, but what I can basically tell you is that um, we are insisting that um, workers get to choose which union they have or if they want to have a union at all. And the government hasn't been willing to move off the idea that it's going to decide that which union um, government lawyers are in. Right. Why is this so important? Well, I think for everybody, it should be important. It's basically important for all workers that unions are or associations are what they've chosen because it's who represents you. You know, you pay dues to it. So um, it's it's got to be a democratic organization. And I think that should be important to anybody who works in British Columbia. And it should also be important to British Columbians because what happened here was we went to the Labor Board, which is the independent um, board that's supposed to decide labor law issues. We argued that under the law that the BC NDP, in fact, had passed, um, we were we had shown the support necessary and we had an appropriate group of people, uh, workers necessary to uh, be a union. And the government didn't really argue to the contrary. It said that that law didn't apply. But then while we were doing that, um, it brought it to the rules right in the middle of it. And I think whatever you think of unions and whatever you think of lawyers, worried about a government that's willing to... Sorry, Gareth, we seem to be losing you there for a second. We missed that last part there. Last thing I heard you say was whatever you think of unions. Yeah, whatever you think of unions and whatever you think of lawyers, you should be worried about a government that's willing to change the rules in the middle of the game to benefit itself. Okay, so obviously this is very important to lawyers. Why, Why now do you feel like this union is absolutely necessary? Well, we've actually been, uh, we've been an organization for 30 years, and for 10 of those years, we've actually been fighting to be recognized as a union. Um, and uh, the reason is because, I mean, it's some of the same things that anybody, any uh, set of workers might have. Um, it's also that without uh, a union that is our union, um, we, you know, currently we can be uh, dismissed without cause, and it's sort of a big part of what our job is, like what what um, government lawyers do is they have to say to the government, yes, this is legal. No, this isn't legal. This is within your powers. This is not within your powers. And we it's very important to us that we have the confidence to be able to do that, um, knowing that if we're going to get in trouble with our employers for something we've done, not for something we've said. And we need a, a strong association that we've chosen to back us up for that. You need some protection, you feel? Exactly, yes. Okay, so what happens now then? Well, the, we're no longer talking. Uh, our members voted 97% uh, to take job action if Bill 5 
is uh, is passed. Um, we uh, that's that hasn't happened yet, and, and and it's it sounds like it's not likely to happen this week, and then the legislature is in its session. So we're going to do everything we can to bring attention to this. You know, the labor movement's been come out against it. The uh, Canadian Bar Association has said, look, this is really not good for the rule of law. So we're going to try to make those arguments. We're talking to MLAs of all parties. Um, but uh, it's it's sort of up to the government what happens next, because, as you know, I mean, majority governments usually get legislation passed if they if they're if they're willing to go through with it. Right. But then I guess that puts the ball in your court. Then at that point, what are lawyers prepared to do? Well, as I said, we took a vote that we would take job action. We have to make sure that's within what we're legally allowed to do. Um, and uh, we probably want to keep a little bit of mystery about that uh, from the point of view of the government beyond that. Right. This, this sounds like it's been an incredibly frustrating process here, Gareth. I mean, has there, how would you categorize the discussion? Like, was it constructive? Did you feel that progress was being made? Well, I, as in order to have discussions, it is, and we agreed that what, what they said we wouldn't talk about and what we said they wouldn't talk about. So I'm, I, I won't say what those discussions were like. I will say that we've had a very simple request. Uh, I think it started in 2012, and it was just, you know, recognize that government lawyers have an association that they've existed for 30 years now. Um, and we just want the same uh, rights that any other group of employees would have if they decide to do that. And it's, it's been a very simple ask. We're not even, we're not talking about money. We're not talking about really anything else other than just the recognition and that we would go to a bargaining table and, and talk about those things. Right. But 10 years, and you've even, been asking a government this for 10 years. Yeah. Since, uh, yeah, since 2012. And initially, they said um, that it wasn't appropriate for lawyers to bargain at all. And then it was only later they said, well, you, you have to be in this other union. So, they, that, so, that's, so it's been a long process, and it's been a frustrating process because yeah. we're not talking about our working conditions. We're just talking about whether we can talk about our working conditions. Right. And Gareth, for people who don't understand, though, like they're wondering, well, what kind of lawyers are we talking about here? What exactly do you do for the government? Sure. So, uh, so we do. Um, first of all, we would be the ones who would give advice to the government about whether what it's doing is legal or constitutional, whether it has to uh, consult with uh, First Nation, for example, or whether in expropriating somebody's property it, it's legal or how much it would have to pay. We also represent the government in court if people challenge um, we also uh, draft legislation um, and we represent uh, the director of child services and, and the public guardian and trustee and and provide advice to uh, various boards and commissions that um, that uh, decide things about uh, that affect the rights of British Columbians right so, these so are, you, you do the work of the government then when they when they need a lawyer you're the group that they call that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know what the, where what happens now, or is it just a waiting game, Gareth? Well, we're gonna we're gonna mobilize, and we're going down to the legislature on Thursday. We're going to uh, demonstrate. We're going to keep uh, the pressure up with the government. Uh, we're going to uh, we've we've as I said reached out to the labor movement and to uh, the legal profession. 
uh, we're going to keep doing that. And we're hoping that um, at some point, you know, they'll, they'll recognize they've got to have something to talk about other than just putting us back into uh, a union we didn't choose. And if, if that happens, we're willing to start talking again. All right, Gareth, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much, Jimmy. That's Gareth Morley, president of the BC Government Lawyers Association, talking about their 10-year fight, 10 years, to form a union and a union of their choosing. Doesn't seem like that would be a problem, right, when you're talking about an NDP government, but it turns out it doesn't matter what government's in power, it has been a problem for them. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.